We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Now, if you're getting a 1099 for $800 and you're like, wow, I spent six hours a day on this thing. <laughs> and I got $800 for the year. Maybe you have to reassess, you know, mm-hmm. the, the time that you spend. And or if you consider that to be your hobby and you got $800 over the year, great. Mm-hmm. Pays more than baseball cards. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor at Rotowire, joined on this Thursday by Jordan Cooper to discuss 2017 results. We uh, Jordan is very uh, transparent, and that's kind of his thing, of uh, his results and what he thinks uh, we all should be doing. It's kind of one of the more difficult things in DFS is that uh, we see a lot of screenshots of people winning a lot of money or what looks like a lot of money and we're not quite sure what it took to win that and Jordan you're you've been kind of a champion of transparency which I don't think has taken off quite yet but uh you think it's important that people share results only because it gives us kind of a understanding of how we're actually doing so I understand that correctly well I don't think it's important as far as uh like as far as giving a comparison I think there's not enough there, there, there's plenty of people out there, including myself. I mean, I'm, I, I was one of them that 
you know, you you I'm I'm assuming if if you're a serious or at least somewhat serious uh, daily fantasy player that you're using some type of bankroll tracker of some type, mm-hmm. some type of you you download your CSV from DraftKings and FanDuel and Yahoo and Fantasy Draft and where whatever site and import it in. There are free there are free ones that are available. There are paid ones that are available that offer different more advanced features and sorting or whatever. Some people you could just do it in Excel yourself. Uh, if, if you're capable of doing that mm-hmm. and tracking to see one, obviously the, the bottom line of, am I winning? Am I losing? I mean, so, sometimes it's, it's easy to know that because I mean, I put in X amount of dollars and now I have this amount in my account. I mean, you could see, but how did you get there? How did you, if you're minus, how did you get there? Uh, do you, do you think that it's like, Oh, well I, I won, uh, a, a tournament for ten thousand dollars. I'm I'm good this year, and it turns out that over the course of the year, you've actually spent more to win that that you're actually losing. Right. You know that those those types of things. And if you are on the winning side, or even on the even on the losing side, like what what is normal? And I'm using normal like almost in like quotes of what normal is, because depending on the type of player you are, to depending on the the bankroll you play at, the contest, the sport you play at. Uh, the the ROI percentage may be different uh, depending on on what it is. But since it seems like virtually no one shares that, I'm assuming there's just like me, you're sitting at home. I mean, this is like me like a year ago, a year and a half ago going, uh, I'm doing I'm doing well in soccer. It seems like and uh, I mean, I'm making money and. Am I making more money than the guys above me that I'm like, oh, those those are they are they're better than me? Am I making what what's the difference? What, what am I like? You understand what I'm saying, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Or 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 is it like you know if you're barely making anything and it's like like you see all these screenshots and like like are they just lying? <laughs> like like is 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 it possible to beat this game? I mean like you no one is sharing any of the really nitty gritty details for you to ever make that comparison so that's why i think it's helpful for other people just like it was helpful for me because then then once you start to get to know more of the regular players maybe you have dm conversations behind the scenes of like you know what do your numbers look like my numbers look like that you know like it just because we don't know, yeah. but then no one does it like publicly enough. Because it's it's kind of uh, you know maybe a social faux pas of like how much money do how you how much make? money do you make? Yeah, <laughs> right type of thing. But we're I mean th- that's to me this is part of daily fantasy. If you're if you if you're gonna go on if I if I'm if I'm gonna be on a RotoWire podcast, if you're gonna listen to another you know fantasy podcast about DFS or whatever, like this is part of the discussion. Like this, this has to be, you know, contest selection is part of the discussion. Everything is part of, it's not just, you know, oh, he's in a good matchup and play that guy in that game Mm -hmm. type of thing. Like your overall holistic strategy of playing DFS matters Mm -hmm. other than just the one slate that you're playing right there. So I, so I think it's, it's important to know that and also dispel myths that may be out there of both positive and negative of, uh, positive being that, hey, the hey, the the guys that look like they're winning a lot of money, they actually are have they are, actually do have a very good ROI. Or the opposite of the guys that look like they're making a lot of money actually have a negative ROI or right. barely anything, or you know they're not making as much as you think they are, or we're com- 
Who knows? Who knows what it could be? But without putting the numbers out, I mean, to have anything to compare it to, and sometimes may, maybe it's because of embarrassment, maybe it's because of, uh, you know, may, maybe it is because of lying. Who knows? Who knows what, what it is? All I could do is say, here here are my numbers. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm obviously not doing poorly enough that, you know, I would, I wouldn't be on the, Andrew, I, you wouldn't have me on if I, if, if I wasn't doing well enough that mm-hmm. it's like, well, let's have a losing player and, and, and analyze the, the upcoming, you know, well, maybe, maybe you should get someone for the FA cup slate coming up. <laughs> I need to figure out who to play on Exeter. Mm. Great. But I think it's positive. I think it's positive that way. Mm-hmm. And like, and what, what, what is a norm? There is no norm. No, if, if you don't have anything to compare, any baseline to compare it to, then or anything to compare, anything, not even a norm to compare it to, then you're just you're just sitting around going, going. Well, I made you know, let's say you made twelve hundred dollars last year. It's like, well, based on the contest that you're playing, whatever is that is that good? Mm-hmm. Is that bad? Is that accept? I mean, every person has their own acceptability, so it doesn't. I mean, if if you're playing for fun, you're playing. For, who cares? Right? It's entertainment to you. But there there are people that may have a very slight negative ROI that are like, oh, I'm, I'm going to stop playing now. Well, well, that's just a form of entertainment. Right. If it turns out that, you know, you you play multiple times a week and you're down 2,000 on the year or something, and it's like, well, I mean, that's your form of entertainment. I mm-hmm. mean, you could have spent that going to the movies or something or whatever, or to go out to a bar. It's cheap form of entertainment. You watch, watch some sports games. You, you, you won some, you lost some, and whatever. But, uh, I mean, if you're trying to actually have uh, an income potential or a supplement or something from from daily fantasy I mean you have to tr- you have to treat it like a business and that's what I try to treat it like as as much as I can a, a job sl- I mean it's a fun job slash business and it's not something that I do full time mm-hmm. uh, but it's a significant portion of income at least the past two years I mean I've been playing for what two years and three months and uh, it, 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 it's done me well, even though the, the increased rake has eaten profits, it's still profitable enough that it's worth my time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's reasonable. Uh, and you pretty much, do you, I mean, you don't play anywhere other than DraftKings enough to make it worth tracking. Am I understanding that correctly as well? No, I play, I play Fandle, but not much. I mean, if you, I, I take a look at, the. My, my break because I have it right in front of me and I use uh, Roto Tracker, mm-hmm. which is well, you have to pay to use. But I mean, Roto Grinders has a, a, a bankroll analyzer. Roto Wire, do they have one? We have one. It's not as in depth as okay. I think most people would want to okay. be completely. But I mean, honest. you could, but, but you could use it. Yes, I mean, absolutely. It's still better than nothing. Right? It is. Yes. Right. But yeah, no, I mean, it no, still I, gives I you do... kind of the basic, you know, how you did in each contest type and whatnot. Uh, what I do like about Roto Tracker is the detailed head-to-head um, stuff that they like by maybe, opponent, by opponent, and, yeah, right, right. Say, should I, I mean, be playing could... this guy anymore and stuff like that? So that 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 one is very helpful, right? And also you get to sort by like and use keyword sorting, so like you could just make your own filters, yep, like based on contest names, so you could separate like your EPL play from your UCL play, right. from your UEL play, from your interleague. WCQ, you know, whatever the contest is named or anything. So you could, you could look at that. Yeah. But I mean, I play, an, I played a little enough on, I'm, I played enough on FanDuel that I'm going to get a 1099. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, it's it's a very small like and DraftKings entries were in the fifty one thousand seven hundred thirty two. FanDuel was forty two eighty six. Yeah, that's okay. it. <laughs> Yahoo two sixty four. Right. Yahoo, I'm actually down. Yahoo, I lost four hundred fifty three dollars mm-hmm. playing on Yahoo because I don't pay enough attention to Yahoo Soccer, and it seems like half the time I forget to set my lineup. Right. <laughs> so, so that that that's that's what I get. But I. I can't blame anyone other than myself. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, Yahoo, the rake is too high, and I can my negative thirty four percent ROI is a problem. No, no, I just I, I I don't pay enough attention to it, mm-hmm. and it's not a format that you know I'm necessarily the most skilled at, and especially when you're playing on the same days as you're playing ten times the volume on DraftKings. It's like Yahoo. It feels like I'm I'm like betting against myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing, pl- okay. I'm let me play the three goal dependent strikers on on Yahoo and then fade them on DraftKings and right. then watch and be like, if I do well on DraftKings, I'm I just lost all my money on Yahoo. Like it just it just seems stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but that but that's just me. If you're good at Yahoo, then go to Yahoo. If you're mm-hmm. good at FanDuel, I mean, there are plenty of people I see on FanDuel that are very are very good at, at the FanDuel format. Yeah. That I, I have to admit are better than me, only because I don't focus on that format. And same for Yahoo. Mm-hmm. I focus on the DraftKings scoring system and, and the, their format. I mean, we all, all the old-timers, I guess if you want to count me as an old-timer, love the old uh, DraftKings format of the 11-man rosters and one-point crosses. Right. But, uh, but the, those, those, were, those were the days where goals didn't matter <laughs> much, as, as much. Uh, but yeah, but I played enough on those sites. But but going into like what you should be looking for, uh, like you could also look at graphs. Like graphs are good overall. You know, a line graph of uh, you know you're going up, going down. You know, with a, with a line. That's what a line graph is. Uh, if you're playing at a sound bankroll strategy, like percentage wise, uh, typically. Uh, your graph should look one of like three ways. Now, if you're playing, like, if let's say you have, and what I, whenever we talk about bankroll, it doesn't necessarily mean how much money is in your account. It means how much money have you set aside for the purpose of playing daily fantasy. Right. So you could, I mean, you could have a bankroll of five thousand dollars with only five hundred dollars in your account, but you're going to put another five hundred if you don't have the other five. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's not a you know, b- bankroll is is subjective on 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 that end, but uh, let's say for instance you have a thousand dollar bankroll, uh, and playing three percent. I mean, you're talking about thirty bucks, right? Yep. So if you're doing that, and you know, obviously the three percent, five percent, whatever whatever it is, uh, the more that you win, that percent becomes higher. So you play higher volume, mm-hmm. right? So when the bankroll becomes $2,000, it's now $60, 80 bucks, something like that. So you get to move up over time. Uh, but if you have a $1,000 bankroll and you're playing like one slate, you're playing $200 worth of volume. And the next slate, you're playing $20 worth of volume. And the next slate, you're playing $120. And the next slate, you're playing $10. Like your, your graph is going to be all over the place. Right. Because that's so haphazard of like, obviously, you know, if you, if you if you play half your bankroll on one slate and go up the cliff, like that's going to be a big drop, right? <laughs> like immediately right there. And then you're like, oh well, now I'm going to play ten dollars a slate. Like, well, you can't have those big drops because you're only playing ten dollars, so it's going to be littles here and there, right? 
So so understand that if you're if if you're if you're doing something like that, your graph is going to look like uh, like a heartbeat monitor, I guess. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. But if you are playing within a, a, a decently sound uh, bankroll percentage, whatever type of thing, uh, if you're a heavy cash player, meaning you're playing pre- pre- predominantly uh, double ups, 50-50s and head to heads, uh, your, your line, if you're if you're a winning player. If you've, you've shown that you've won over the course of the year, it should be kind of a steady progression up. Mm-hmm. You'll get you'll get you'll get drop. You'll get a little drop. You know, you go off the cliff once late, but then you you make it up the next one. Sometimes you you do great and you sweep and you go up a little bit. But I mean, because you're only playing two three percent of your bankroll, I mean, you're not seeing these big jagged lines, but you're seeing it going up 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 a little up 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 down 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 up down down up down like. Because you're not winning every slate, mm-hmm. right? But if you're putting, you know, fifty bucks in and getting sixty-two back, it's like, well, that's a twelve-dollar up. Mm-hmm. Putting fifty in, and you're getting forty-two back. Well, that's eight dollars down. But over the course of like a month, you do twelve up, eight down. Like at the end of the month, you're up, you you're know, up. fifty bucks, right? right? And it, so it looks, it goes up a little, 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 little like that. If you're a winning player, if you're a losing player, it should be the opposite. It should be, you know, you're going up, but you're you're bleeding money away, type right. of thing. Uh, if obviously you're playing within the confines of your bankroll, uh, if you're playing as a GPP only player, your, your line looks semi depressing at times <laughs> and great at other times, because when you play for G- GPPs, you're playing for big wins. Mm-hmm. So really like a winning day for a GPP only player, like an average winning day is breaking even. Yep. Like if you break even on the day, that's like, okay, another day to survive, to go for the big win. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you don't want to go off the cliff. You know, good. You're going to do $200 worth of GPP entries and you get zero back. Like that's a bad day. But $200 worth of entries and you're getting, you know, you get 220. Like that's a, that's a winning day. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's, 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 that's not a not, that's not, oh, I only made 20 bucks. It's like, no, well, I, I didn't make this play. I didn't make that play. And I didn't get in the top hundred in a big field GPP. So I couldn't have made anything more than that, but I cashed 10 of my lineups over the cash line and you know, okay, whatever next slate, or you put in 200, you get 170. like that to me. That's like, okay, I lost 30 bucks trying to win 10,000. Right. Like, okay, okay. That that's what you're playing GPPs for. So your graph should represent that. So your graph is, is going to be uh, mostly slow grind down. It's going to go, you'll have slight ups. You'll have more big downs. So, I mean, you may go up 20 and then down 80 and then up 40 and then down 10 and then up eight and then down 80 and then up 20. And then, but then like after like 30 or 40 of them, you'll have a big spike of 2000 right. plus. Or, I mean, it could be 50,000. I mean, it could be. I mean, if you're playing a bigger sport. Say, as long as you're not playing like soccer. Right, right. Uh, but, but, it's saying, but that's the purpose of you playing, you know, GPP. So you're looking for GPP over the course of, like, a season, like a whole year. Yep. So, like, if, you, if, if you're playing baseball every day, like, like winning one uh, 50,000 GPP, like, that makes up for every. I mean, you're, you're, you're a winning player on the year if you have sound bankroll mm-hmm. management. If, even if, if you come in eighth a couple of times, like that makes that that's everything. Like, and 
over the course of a six, seven month season, like all you need is like even a, a first, you need one first place result and you're good. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You're profitable. You have a nice, you know, maybe 20% ROI and you're good. And that's it. You could lose every other day. That, I mean, as long as you're sound, but, but that's what you're playing for. So you have to judge your performance based on the whole season. If you're a cash player, you don't have to, you don't, I mean, you're still, I mean, you want a big sample size to judge your results, but you know, you could more easily tell if you're, if you're doing well or not, because you're not going to see those big spikes. So, I mean, if, if you've had, you know, 23 losing slates in a row, it's like something you're doing is wrong. (laughs) Like it's not losing 23 slates in a row. You're not going to make that up in the next slate because the most you're going to do is pretty much double your money. So you know, you're not going to make up 22 times of not doubling your money. Mm-hmm. So, so your graph is going to look different. So, if you're a GPP only player, you're going to get, you know, down, 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 down. You get a little ups. You may have little spikes. You know, a thousand. I'm like, okay. Uh, but you're you're hoping that those spikes make up for all the little little losses mm-hmm. and some big. Some sometimes you do go off the cliff. Uh, if you're a combination, if you're playing like you know maybe 65, 35, 70, 30. The line may be a little bit more uh, narrowed out. It may look more like an upward trend with some decently bad downward spikes and some decently upward spikes. But typically what the, the hybrid type, if you're doing like 70, 30 or something, uh, it comes into the situation where I've described before on the on the podcast where uh, uh, your, your cash line like bombed. But you came in third in a GPP, mm-hmm. so it's like you're you're up like forty percent on the day, but it's primarily because of one result in a GPP, even though right. you did bad in cash. And sometimes it's vice versa. Sometimes it's like like you put in two hundred and it's like like I got three fifty back. And it's like yeah, because my cash lineup did fine and all my GPP entries bombed. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see a lot more stability. That way, I mean, you'll see the most stability if you're a good cash player. If you never played a GPP, like your line, if you're a good player, should just constantly go up slowly. It'll mm-hmm. be very slowly, but it just go up. It'll go up, 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 up. Uh, if you're a GPP only player, it'll go down, 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 down with big spikes. Hopefully, with big spikes. Right. Uh, and if you're a hybrid player, you, I'm not saying you get the best of both worlds, but you have to be good at both styles of play. Like you have to be good at cash enough to be a profitable enough player to pay for your GPP entries when they don't hit. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a high enough ROI. If you don't have a high enough ROI in, in, in double ups and in, in 50-50s and head-to-heads, you know, then you might as well just play GPPs because you're not going to make the ROI that you get off of your your, your cash games are not going to be able to pay for your the bombs in the, in the GPP lineups. And if you're playing if you're playing GPP-like lineups in, in, in double ups, like it's like, well, I one several weeks I've done both. My cash lineup has won. It's like either because it was an extremely chalk week or a slate, or you're just playing cash games badly. Right. And like you know, you're you, if you would have put it into bankroll tracker, you would see that your 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 double up returns are negative six percent, even though your GPP winnings are thirty three percent, and it just so happens that you know you. You've done just well enough in ca- I mean, you've still lost in cash, but it appears this is why you have to put in your CSVs. It's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm doing fine in both. Like, oh, no, I'm actually down, right? Like, like you don't know what you're going to find. You're going to put it in and go, oh, what I thought I was good in, and it turns out I'm not as good in. Mm-hmm. 
or what I thought I was making money. I'm not making as much as I thought I was. So doing that. So that that's what you really should be looking at. So that's what your those are what your graphs should. I'm using the objective kind of should. Like I said, if you're if you're the 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 bankroll, if you're putting in all over the place, it's gonna look all over the place. Like you're gonna have it's gonna be well, my graph looks like it's going nuts. So it's like well. You have to address another problem of yours first because mm-hmm. then you're doing something that's unsustainable. And you could point out an outlier example all you want. It's like, well, I, I do 30% of my bankroll every slate. It's like, like there's no way you can't go broke that way. <laughs> well, I haven't in three months. It's like, okay, give it another month. Like, like it'll happen at, at, at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and let, maybe I'm wrong because no one shares anything and any of this type of stuff. Maybe I'm maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Maybe it turns out that uh, there's plenty of people for three years that do it that way. And it's like, look, no, we're fine. Right. It also depends on the stakes that you're playing. The higher stakes that you play, the less rake that you pay because the rake goes down. I mean, not all that significantly down, but significantly enough. Uh, But the competition gets higher. So think of it in terms of like I could beat one dollar games. Let's say if you play a hundred dollars worth of one dollar games, and you could beat it at a fifteen percent after the rake is concerned, a fifteen percent ROI, that's fifteen bucks, right? Uh, but if you could, let's say, beat uh, the higher stakes games, so you pay like three hundred dollars worth, for let's say four hundred dollars worth, and you could beat it at eight percent, well, that's thirty-two dollars. Mm-hmm. Like you can make it's less ROI, but it's more like raw money. Yep. So as your bankroll builds, like you could determine on whether or not to like, well, I could play the hundred dollar double ups, uh, although my win rate is going to be lower, my ROI is going to be lower, but the raw money is more. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to poker, where you know in ten twenty hold'em limit hold'em, like yeah, you could win a bet and a half an hour. Uh, so that would be, you know, something like 30 bucks an hour and in, but you could play 8160 and be good enough to win a half a big bet an hour because it's a better competition. Uh, but half a big, that's 80 bucks an hour. So it's more worthwhile for you to, even though it's less ROI to play the higher stakes game Mm -hmm. at that point, uh, than to play the lower stakes, even though you could beat it easier, you're just not making as much money on your time investment right so is that is that all is all explained i mean this is kind of like a preamble to like th- these are my actual numbers but mm-hmm. i think this is the this is what other people like if you're listening out there you should be looking at and if you if, if you're listening to this for the past whatever 20 minutes going i i've never even considered any of this well then you got you you should you gotta go consider this yeah <laughs> right right that, that that's the, like <laughs> unless you're playing recreationally you know if you're playing for beer money whatever who cares but if you're listening for like, I want to get better at this. I want to, I want to make more money. I want to, I want to make money. I mean, I would, I don't want to not lose money. Yeah, you have to always come back to, and and this is sometimes it's hard to do so. Always come back to the number one reason why you're not doing well is in your control, not in other people's control. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at and you're going, you're seeing red numbers. If you're seeing downward lines. Uh, my first instinct is not well. It's the rake. It's the it's the multi-entry guys. It's the it's all these excuses. I uh, I start from 
am I playing well? Number one. Number two, am I selecting the right contests? Mm -hmm. Number three, uh, am I playing uh, my, my diversification of contests and uh, whether uh, am I am I doing something wrong with my bankroll? Like it's like you know am 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 I taking too many shots? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and they're t- and, and it's perfectly fine to do so. Like I'm I'm conservative, but I do take shots. I I do you know like maybe maybe I will play the three hundred dollar GPP small field in this slate. Mm-hmm. And maybe and you look at the entrance and you go okay this guy's not in. I a couple of guys I don't but notice or you know that but ah, i'll do it this week and then you lose and it's like like did now it's okay to lose it's just like but you have to at least acknowledge it's like uh, maybe i wouldn't have lost as much if i didn't you know take the shot right there right and sometimes you take and sometimes you take a shot and win and then you go back to your and then what ends up happening is like oh well i'm going to play that every week now and then you look at your results and you see for that level size contest fee wise you're actually an, a, a, a loser Mm-hmm. It's like yes, you did. You you won five k, the first time you played the four hundred or something, uh, and then you played it, you know, fifteen more times, and you actually you're down four hundred total on playing sixteen times, even though you won it. I mean, like you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you look at that and you don't go, well, I can't beat the four hundred. You look at that or three, whatever the whatever it is. You look at that going, maybe I shouldn't have been playing that. Right. Like that was that was the that was the problem. Uh, rather than, you know, bemoan, oh, it's because of the rake, it's because of the whatever, it's because of collusion, people sharing lineups. What, like, first thing you should ever do is, is blame yourself, or at least the things that you could control. So that's why I look through a lot of my results and go, yeah, I could have controlled myself there. <laughs> or sometimes it's the opposite thing of, uh, well, I shouldn't, I, I, I went a little, uh, I shouldn't have taken that shot, and that's how I got that money. <laughs> like, like, don't do that that often. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to turn out to be that good all the time. Because <laughs> uh, that's what a lot of I, – I, I see so many people do. You know, they, they make a big score, and they're like, I'm moving up, and they're spending, you know, 20% of the bankroll going, well, now I can play at that level. And then within a month, it's like, what happened to that guy? <laughs> like, that's, that's – it's mathematical. Like, mm-hmm. that's you, – you, I'm not saying that – and it's – and these are good players. I'm not even saying that this is like, oh, this is someone that just got lucky. It's like – like – a good player, your win rate is not going to be ridiculous. I mean, like, <laughs> you're, if you could win head to heads at like a sixty-two percent rate, you're you're great. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're 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 rolling in it, right? If you could win double ups at at, at those, those types of rate, you're fine. You don't have to win at eighty percent. No one wins at eighty percent, right? Just because you won at eighty percent for the three weeks doesn't mean that's going to be sustainable. I look at my my NBA ROI on the year. It's 195 percent. That's not sustainable. That's because I had like like three big wins and I barely played NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of these entries are are, are within the past like, like month, like in three weeks in December. So, like yeah, like that that's where. <laughs> but I can't go all next year. I'm going to make 195 percent. I'm no, of course not, right? So so looking at that from from an overall perspective, I'll I'll drill down deep into soccer. Uh, from last, this is, this is calendar year, 2017. Uh, let me, let me sort this out. Cause I've wrote a tracker open right now. My total, uh, in net profit 
uh, was $68,144 and with an ROI of 19.37%. So that's overall in all sports and in everything in daily fantasy in all sites and all whatever, but it's primarily DraftKings. Uh, So that if I go to cohort by sport, uh, NBA was 30,586, the 195% ROI, but that includes like, you know, like, this past month, I mean, I like came in second and then came in. Th- I mean, like mm-hmm. Christmas Day. I mean, like that was like practice. And then the free roll that I that was right, earlier yeah. in the year. Right? I mean, like that. That. But understand. I mean, take take a look at that example. Uh, my big wins were that free roll earlier in March, whatever March or something was seventy five hundred on zero dollars. So obviously that completely distorts the ROI. Yeah, that helps. That's like, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, then. Three weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, twenty thousand coming in second, and then on Christmas Day I came in well like eighth or something for seventy five hundred. So like add those up. I mean mm-hmm. that's that's thirty five thousand. Well for the year, I'm profiting thirty thousand five hundred eighty six. So that that's the numerical equivalent of what I described about that graph. Right. Of, well you play and it goes down slightly, little 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 big spike, little little. It's not going to be. You know that thirty-five thousand, and then it's going to be well. You you made sixty-eight million. I mean, like it's you have to spend money to make money. You I only play GPP there too, for right? Basketball, and then so. right at the only the only sport that uh that I play cash is soccer and in golf for a little bit, and I'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> of maybe I shouldn't have. Uh, so so that's NBA in uh, MLB ten thousand seven hundred seven dollars for twenty-three. 0.56% ROI, same type of highlight. Remember, I did win 20000 in mm-hmm. one entry in that, and my total profit was 10707 uh, So that shows this, the same type of thing. You gotta, it doesn't, you don't, you don't win GPPs every day. Mm-hmm. You got to spend money to make money. Uh, so you, you have to go in with that mindset that that's what's going to happen. Uh, NFL, $187 for a 2.73% ROI. And these, these are sports where I, I, it's GPP only. So, I mean, that's that's what you get. NFL, I didn't do well. I mean, I did well in the, I mean, 112th in the Millie Maker doesn't pay enough to mm-hmm. make up for every, I mean, like, I, I did well on one week or two weeks, but, like, well in comparison when I'm playing, like, 400 in volume. Yep. So it's like, it's not a, it's not the grand scheme of things. Uh, then in soccer for the year, $29,398. For a 12.13% ROI. And then golf, I was minus $2,735 for a minus 6.6% ROI. What's your, what's the soccer breakdown? Okay, well, I was going to get into the soccer record after after confessing my sins in golf. Okay, yeah, please. Uh, uh, my my <laughs> sins in golf. Uh, golf is so high variance. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm a I'm the, when you play GPP, it's especially high variance. But golf, like any, I mean, you're picking golfer. Who knows? I mean, mm-hmm. like it's it, it's stupid sometimes. Uh, and when they introduce weekend golf, like that's even higher variance. <laughs> now, uh, I did well in weekend golf, like for a couple of weeks. Yeah, like I remember the that. First, yeah. Right for the first two or three weeks that it was introduced. So, uh, I didn't. I, I'm not saying that I thought I solved it, but I thought I was onto something enough that other people weren't 
that I started to play higher stakes and I started to play cash weekend golf contests. Mm-hmm. But this is also high variance. So doing that <laughs> is a recipe for, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a, it's overestimating your skill. And even if you, even if you did have the skill, the variance is ridiculous. Right. To then go like, I'm going to play the same volume in golf that I do in soccer. After a month, I'm like, I need to cut. I need to cut back on this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I did well, and then like went off the cliff like one week, and I'm like, I mean, I, I can't, no, I can't go off the cliff in golf. <laughs> the same way that I could go off the cliff in soccer. Right. I mean, for the for the size for the for the 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 volume that I was playing, it's mm-hmm. like, like I'm comfortable. I'm fine. I, I I believe in myself more so in soccer than in golf, where, and especially in weekend golf, it's like I need to pick out the guy that's going to hit the most birdies. And have the most, and it could be the guy that's in in seventy eighth place, that goes on a run and ends up twenty fourth place. But who cares about placement points in golf and weekend golf? He just happens just to think, you know yeah. get back in it, or the I mean, like anything could happen. So that to me, that was my mistake. Like I was doing decently enough in golf, which I played primarily GPP anyway, because mm-hmm. uh, I had a very good U.S. Open uh, that. You know, that weekend golf. I mean, I did well and we I did fine in weekend golf, but I just if I would have played the same amount instead of upping my volume, that number probably would be green. Right. It would be slightly green. It wouldn't be like I mean, it would be a plus two percent ROI and not a minus six percent ROI. Yep. Yep. So that's what I mean by like I look at that and I go, where did I go wrong? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but I look at some of the numbers and I go and I compare it to last year's numbers and I go, okay, I see how, I see how the rake increased. Oh, I see, I see how things work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me break down soccer. Like that's what that joy you want. We're, we're, I mean, we're on a soccer podcast, right? Right. Well, I think it also helps because, uh, you play, would you say pr- primarily cash or at least you used to uh, 70, 70, 30. Okay. Yeah. So it comes, it comes out to about 70, 30. Yeah. I think one of the big things that people ignore when it comes to results at least when they look at other people's results and screenshots is that there are plenty of people who play a bunch of cash and and play more cash than they do gpps and you obviously have the bigger numbers when it comes to gpps if you win them but uh a lot of people make a lot of money in cash games but they don't necessarily we don't we don't know what a good roi on cash is right and you don't see screenshots of like i played the hundred dollar double up and look screenshot 200 right Exactly. Really, you don't. I mean, who posts that? Right. Right. Uh, So that's why I think that that's really where it comes to the difficulty of knowing. I mean, obviously, if you're losing money, you're losing money. But if you know, if you have a six percent ROI on double ups versus a twelve percent ROI, I don't think anybody really knows if that's good enough or not. Well, I mean, as long as it's green, it's good enough, right? I mean, it just depends on how much worth it is your time, right? into doing it right i mean if as long as it's green i mean that's good i mean and, and i mean take a look at DraftKings. like that the, they're forced to legally whatever show average results or mm-hmm. whatever they show like the breakdown past week past month whatever like 75 percent uh, whatever 80 percent 75 or are net losers yep at a given time and then then like 75 and then like 17 percent or something is like break even right and then eight percent are winning players. So mm-hmm. understand that if you're in, if if you're in the green, you're in the top ten percent minimum of people that play. Mm-hmm. In general, if if as long as you're in the green, no matter even if cash or GBP, yep. anything, 
if 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 you're getting a 1099 from DraftKings mm-hmm. at the end of the year, you're you're in the top 10% of people that play daily fantasy. Right. Okay. So and, and you just have to now if you're getting a 1099 for $800 and you're like, wow, I spent I spent six hours a day on this thing. <laughs> I got $800 for the year. Maybe you have to reassess, you know, mm-hmm. the, the time that you spend. And or if you consider that to be your hobby and you got $800 over the year, great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to pay more than baseball anyone. cards. Right. Exactly. I don't want to judge anyone. It's 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 all it's all subjective to, to you. And just like just like I said before, if, you, if you're if you're in the red, if you're minus one percent ROI and you're like, well, I enjoy doing this. Like if it's worth the number that it costs you to play. And you, if you played every day, let's say you let's say you played all the sports every day, whatever, you were minus one percent, and you only played like ten bucks a slate. You know, you you played recreationally, mm-hmm. right? Three dollars, you know, you know, you maybe ten bucks, right? Something like that, a slate, an NBA slate, an NFL slate, or something like that. And at the end of the year, you were down a thousand dollars, and like, great, <laughs> like that may be that may be fun, that may be good. Mm-hmm. You got some good sweats. Maybe you had a good win one week, and some. And, and if you consider you paid a thousand dollars for your hobby, there are people that pay more for hobbies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they buy you know, whatever. They, you know, they 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 work on their their classic car or something. I mean, it's the same type of thing, which is fine. So that's why I don't want to put it past it. If it's if it's bad, it's like you gotta stop playing. <laughs> uh, but for my breakdown for for soccer. Uh, some of these some of these categories don't really apply that much to soccer, even though there are some contests, I guess, for them. Uh, but the the main ones I'm looking at, like I'm not looking like winner take all. Yeah, that should be a league. I mean, like really, I'm looking at the double up, head to head, league, which are like three mans, five mans, uh, even like triple ups, I guess, and uh, and GPP. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I mean, qualifiers. You could, yeah, you, obviously, you want to see whether or not. I mean, but that's very. I mean, you don't have a big enough sample size, really. I mean, like to judge anything, it's like, oh, okay, at least I'm making money on trying to qualify for like King of the Pitch or something. Yeah. Right. Satellite. Uh, I mean, that just not enough sample size there. So in uh, GPP for soccer, made fourteen thousand five dollars for a sixteen point four five percent ROI over the course of two thousand seventeen. And I really didn't have really any big gpp wins this year uh in comparison to the the year before right like the like my let my 2016 results like that's like i made like forty thousand or something uh because i would play all, pretty much only soccer at that point uh but that includes several like a ten thousand win of like two slates in a row in champions league i did well like my cash but my cash play was was low volume, mm-hmm. but was was low stakes. So like my GPP wins were on, you know, like like all my cash volume was in the one to five dollar range. Yep. While this 2017, my cash volume is in all in 10, 25, 50, 100. Mm-hmm. Like in, a, in the top and high stake, what would be considered high stakes for soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so GPP 16 percent. Then you get to like triple up, 508 bucks. 15%, 15. 15.48% ROI. Uh, but I mean, it's only on what a thousand entries. I was going to say, do you even play that many? I do. I mean, but there aren't that many that are offered. I right. mean, but I'm just saying it's like, they're like GPP entries, 10,533. Like that's a sample size. Yep. 
uh, league, which is three man, five mans, 26, 28 entries, uh, $2,922 for a 22.1% ROI. Mm-hmm. Then we have head to heads, uh, 12.59% ROI for $5,075 with a win rate of 62%. Uh, that's on 5,079 entries. And then uh, double ups. On 14,525 entries, a profit of $2,748 for a 3.07% ROI. Sorry, did did you say you had more double-up entries than head-to-heads? Yes. Okay. Like three times as many. Yeah. That's, okay. Why do you think I've been saying even in the past couple of months, I'm like, I'm trying to get more head-to-head action than mm-hmm. I am double-up action. Because mm-hmm. I've been looking at this going, going this is... These are razor thin edges. Yeah, double double ups are really tough. No, and I look now if I sort by by fee because I'm looking at that going. I was just about oh, to ask. Yeah, three percent ROI. That's, I mean, hey, it's 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 something, right? Mm-hmm. And the rake has gone up. Uh, but I'm like, why is it only three percent? Because last year was fifteen percent. Uh, like where 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 is it going? So I'm I'm gonna sort. I did this before, but I I need to do it again. Mm-hmm. Let me let me. Now in Rototrack, I could sort by category. So I'm just going to sort by soccer last year, double ups only. Now if I go by fee and I go by size, okay? So now if I go by by fee, which is you know the contest entry fee, now I'm now I've broken it down to just soccer double ups mm-hmm. for last year, uh, and I'm just looking at ROI percentages. Uh, one at the one dollar level, one dollar double ups or fifty fifties, nine percent ROI. And I'm getting out the point, whatever, and it would, it would, just for the sake, you know, nine point two three percent doesn't matter what it is. Two dollars, which there aren't many, it's really only in the non guaranteed zone. Eight percent, three to five dollars, almost seven, just under seven percent. Then we get to six to eleven dollars, two percent. Twelve to twenty five dollars, one percent. Twenty eight to fifty five dollars, seven percent. And then, like, the $100 ones barely happen, minus 10%. Mm-hmm. There's only 33 entries that classify in that zone. So that's by fee. So obviously, in the lower fee, I'm getting a bigger ROI. Mm-hmm. But there's slightly bigger rake, mm-hmm. right? That the, the, the 11 mans that are in, like, the, the $25 and $50 range are, ra- are raked at 9%, not, or 10%. Yeah. If a 50-50 would be 9.09%, but 10%. So I'm like, I'll rather pay 10% rake than... Some of these contests are 14% rake because mm-hmm. I think I have the ROI there. It turns out that I'm wrong, that there's too much of a thin of an edge. Because then I go to size and I go, I'm looking, okay, so higher stakes, I'm barely getting a ROI. I'm getting 1%, 2%, whatever. Uh, but what type of higher? Well, in soccer, typically you don't get that. Uh, once you get to 10, 25, 50, it's only 11-man contests. Right, right, right. That, I, on EPL on Saturdays, they'll have a twenty-two man, twenty-five dollar con. You know, the, uh, the but that, not enough of them to for an entire year's worth of sample. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you go to size, and it sh- it proves out that uh, from a double up or fifty-fifty with six to ten entries, uh, which I don't know where where ten. Well, that that would be fifty-fifties. A ten right. man fifty-fifty, ten uh, percent. Uh, and then if I go 51 to 100, which would be like the 62 mans, yep. which would be the 114 mans, which would be obviously the big field where you multi-entry, you know, like 
six entry 570 format, you know, that that type of thing, mm-hmm. 17% ROI. But then I look at 11 to 20 field size, which would product which would pretty much just mean the 11 mans. Yep. 1.6%. 21 to 50 field size, which would pretty much be the 23 or 34 mans, 2.7% ROI. And I'm assuming part of that 2.7%, it's mostly from the 34 mans rather than the 23 mans. The added couple Probably, of extra yeah. components. Right. That basically on the trend that I'm looking, I'm trying to split between them, basically showing that the, the 11 mans where I'm looking in the contest and seeing all the regulars and like one guy that I may not recognize that I'm like, okay, that guy's is going to pay the rake. Then it's all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, barely sh- the, the edge is so thin. Either the edge is so thin or I just need to play better. Like, like I said before, I'm like, I'm go- always going back to how, what, what things can I can control? I can't just say, well, I'm playing the best. Right. And everyone else must be lower than me. It's like, no, no, I maybe, maybe I'm not playing well enough. I'm playing well enough to get a 2% to 3% ROI. Uh, and yes, the rake ate into it, the rake increase, but you can't, I mean, that, that'll be the difference of 1%. I mean, like, it's not going to be that dramatic of a difference, right? But it's not, I'm not going to go from 3% ROI to 12% ROI because of a rake decrease. Sure, sure. Right. So it's like, I can't blame it all. I could blame profitability, some uh, fraction of profitability on the rake, but I can't blame a 3% ROI mm-hmm. on the rake. I have to blame it on like maybe those 11, maybe I need more schmucks in there. Maybe I need a higher edge. Mm-hmm. Maybe, or maybe I need to, maybe I need to get better. Maybe some, some people that I thought weren't as good have actually leapfrogged me in cash. Maybe they are better than me. And I look at them and I go, oh, I, I'm fine with entering this double up. Maybe I need to reassess that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still positive, but I mean, it's not dramatically positive. But in in the lower stakes, in those 23-man, 34-mans, big fields, in the one to five, you know, level, like, I'm trucking along. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still variance. I mean, it's not, you're not going to win week to week. I mean, it's still a slow slog, but, you know, to get a 10 to 15% out of that, even with the rake increase, is, I don't, I, I don't think it's comparatively bad. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I think if you if you talk to other people that played regularly, I mean, I would think that would be a, a fairly reasonable ROI. Maybe some would be higher, some would be lower, but I mean, we're not. I, I, I think maybe some some of the thing that you you were talking about in the very beginning, Andrew, about like like no one knows what's good or what's bad. Is that like if I would have told you that my double up ROI is thirty five percent, you couldn't believe anything else that I said, <laughs> right? Like. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like if anyone tells you that, like that, that's unsustained. Like there's, there's no way mm-hmm. that it could be that. I'm not saying that I'm the best, but if someone said to me that they have an 18% ROI, I'd believe them. I'd be like, okay. And especially I, if I see them in contests and they go, oh, no, I have an 18%. Okay. You're better than better ROI than me. Mm-hmm. If you say you have 35%, then you're, then you're full of, full of crap because mm-hmm. it, it, like no one, you, you can't beat the game for that much. Right. And it just it's impossible. And or if you're in head to head, you could possibly have that if you play like every once in a while you play a guy in a five thousand head to head, but that's just high variance, right? Like right. some let some big guy that you you know is horrible, but he only plays four times a year. Like mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Then but that falls back into the the thing that I said about you know 
This is assuming you keep a standardized kind of semblance of a sound bankroll management strategy. Yep. Right. So, I mean, if, you know, if for two weeks you play 5,000 head to heads and then for the rest of the time you play $1 head to heads and you just happen to win those two $5,000 head to heads, you're, you're going to come to me going, I have, I have head to head ROI of 62%. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, obviously you do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but if you just played $1, if you play 10 $1 head to heads for the course of a year and you had 5,000 entries, like, like, you know, don't show me a 30%. Where are you finding the dumbest people in the world? Uh, I'd like to know. I'm, I'd like to go fish where I'd like to where where you're finding them. Uh, but it just doesn't. I mean that these are reasonable numbers. But I th- I think there are, there are a lot of people out there that may hear that and go, no, no, that I knew that was reasonable. And there are some people out there that are like, oh, that's much lower than I thought it was going to be. Mm. And I think there's a lot of that, especially when it comes to to cash play. Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, when 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 you hear a lot of people say, you know, oh, you build up your bankroll with with cash. It's like, yes, you you can, but it you have to, you have to be good first off, uh, and it's going to be slow. It's going to take mean, a while, yeah. <laughs> It's going to take a, a long time. I mean, it, it, over the course of my, let me get, let me get to, hold on. Let me get to my graphs. Li- lifetime. So over the course of my lifetime of playing DFS, which started in October of 2015, I've made $110,719 for a 21.14% ROI. But if you take a look at the beginning, so like if I just go month by month, uh, and then, none of this is to like brag or I'm just, this is what I'm sharing. Right. I mean, like, like some people, Oh, you're just showing a, like, I'm maybe p- trust me. There's tons of people that have won more, right? Interview people that, that have won the million maker NFL content. Yeah. They yeah, obviously made more than me. Right. There are plenty of people that play Thunderdomes or whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But who knows how much they're actually making. Right. Uh, but like through the course, like you hear that number, you go over the course of 2.3 years, you know, maybe two and a half years or in total. Uh, that's a pretty good, that $110,000 is pretty nice, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. That, right. But I mean, like from October to from when I started, so like one, two, three, four, five, six, at the six month mark, I was up uh, $5,228. So I started with 400. Mm-hmm. And I always say that. I was like, I just started with $400 in a DraftKings account. Uh, so to get to, Fifty-two twenty-eight. Six months later, okay, and then one, two, three, four. Then, so a year after I started, I was at like nineteen thousand seven hundred ninety-four dollars. Okay, so that's that's almost a year ago. Like from going from that point, from so basically September two thousand sixteen, you know, to the, like everything's exponential. Well, that's the kind of the point that I'm making. Yeah. Like, and if you're if you're in the beginning, if you're like I have a I have a thousand dollar bankroll, it's like don't expect to get to like a hundred thousand in like three months. I mean, like doing sat like I'm just gonna play eighty percent cash games and twenty percent GPPs, and then in three months I'm a millionaire. Like that. <laughs> it, it does, no, it doesn't. Work, it does not work that way. Yes, you you may be able to hit the milli maker. You get you put one in a single bullet in and you get maybe okay. Things happen, sure. Why not? But on the, the grand scheme of things, it's gonna you, you're gonna get your small growth if you're good, small growth, and that's gonna build upon itself. It's like compound interest. Right. So as you move up, you can play more volume or play a higher GPP. So when you do win, 
mean, there are plenty of people that are like, you know, they they they're playing small now, which is perfectly fine within the means of your bankroll. And they're playing one dollar contests and they play the one dollar, whatever, step over, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they make they win it for two hundred and fifty bucks, uh, which is great when, you know, they're playing with like a seven hundred dollar bankroll, which is great. But their score would have like won the the, the twenty seven dollar right. golden boot for five thousand dollars. But mm-hmm. it's just like, well, they're not at the level that yeah. they could risk doing that. But if you're good enough and you have those types of results, once you get to that point, maybe you do hit that. Right. That's I mean, the, the, you, you see that all the time in, in especially other sports where, you know, the guy that wins the single entry five dollar one for twenty five hundred would have like won the main like four dollar GPP for fifty thousand. Right. Just so happened he no he's a guy that just plays single entry contests because he doesn't want to have to deal with you know he just I'm gonna play one lineup and I'm gonna play in single entries mm-hmm. and he just happened to hit that one lineup and whatever. Uh, but that wasn't a bank that was a contest selection thing. He didn't do anything wrong. Just that decided to not risk mm-hmm. not have the risk on that. But there's also plenty of people that you know you. The, the 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 entry that you won the the small stakes contest would have destroyed the five hundred dollar GPP for fifty thousand. It's like yeah, well, did before that happened, before the slate started, would you have risked half your bankroll on right. that one entry? No. So don't bemoan the fact that that like, and that's why when people say it's like, oh, I I, I look in the in the higher stakes small field contests and I see you know their scores aren't these are supposed to be the best players and their scores aren't that, that high. Like they're, you know, they're like, yeah, because it's number one, it's a different strategy when you have to beat only like 800 people. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, you know, I'm not playing three center backs in my lineup. I mm-hmm. mean, you're like, I'm, you're not going to do that. Uh, number two, it's like, you have to risk more. You have to be a lot more competent. Like, yes, it's, 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 it's the same thing as even in poker. It's like, you look at all oh, the guy there, in order to sit down at the 2,000, 4,000 table, the only qualification you need is money. Mm-hmm. Skill doesn't matter, right? So just because you're looking at guys in the in the 555s, in the Thunderdomes or whatever like that, that doesn't mean they're good. Mm-hmm. And also, the ones that, that are good, you can't judge by one week's contest, mm-hmm. one slate, by mm-hmm. one. And it's, it's over the course of – if someone's going to play the 555 and ma- – and, play 10 entries, 20 entries into the 555, which obviously nowhere close to the level of doing so, but there are people that do like, don't judge by the one week they win or the one week they lose. If they're going to be, that's their, that's their bankroll strategy, right? They're not just doing that that one week. They're probably doing that like every week. Mm -hmm. So if they go, if they go off the cliff, I mean, it's all next week and then, you know, you can make it back from there at the end of the year, at the end of at the end of time. That's when you judge on. Well, it turns out over the we played the 555 at 10 entries and 20 entries. And at the end of the year, it was a 4 percent ROI for, you know, eighty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> as long as you have as long as you have the bankroll to sustain that. Right. That's a that's not a, that's a better return. I mean, like once we once we get into past, you know. 5.5% maybe or something. I mean, I'm not in the financial space, whatever. Anything past like a treasury bond 
is still a better investment than just, you know, putting obviously better than leaving it in a savings account. Right. A lot more fun. Right. A lot more fun. So I think putting things into perspective like that on like what else, like if you, if you could, if you could invest the money and you hear this in poker also, uh, money plus time, like would it be worth it more to, uh, do something else Mm -hmm. if, if, if you're doing it for that reason. So for instance, if you put the time in and you go, well, over the, over the course of the year, I made $3,500 and your goal is entertainment and you enjoy spending the time. And this is what you do as a hobby. You're not doing it at the opportunity cost of something else, uh, that you, that you could be doing that you'd rather be doing. I have no idea. Then, then that's fine. But if you're going like, like, well, I'm, I'm looking to make, you know, a substantial amount of income doing this. And it's like, $3,500 and you add up the hours that you spent and it would have been better off to just get a job at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like then maybe you should just get a job at McDonald's. Right. Like that, that's the type of thing. So it's not the percent, like if four, if you have a 4% return and that 4% return is $80,000 and you put in 10 minutes of work, like a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't That would be nice doing, to be able uh, to have that situation. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying, if you if you did, who cares that it's only four percent ROI? Right, or even let's say you you, you two minutes before the slide, I'll just throw in lineups. You know, you just haphazardly, and you just like I'll just play three every once in a while. And let's say you have a ten percent ROI, like the amount of time that you put in is virtually nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like the opportunity cost is like, well, do it. I mean, that's fine. But if you're putting in ten hours a day. And then you're, you know, you come out, you know, $4,000 ahead on the year for a 3% ROI. It's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't be spending that. Maybe you shouldn't be spending that much time. Maybe you should look into doing something else or, or I mean, it really depends on what your goals are mm-hmm. doing it. Is there anything that you have drastically or not even drastically? Is there anything you've changed based on your recent results? Like analyzing your results and saying, well, like you said, you wanted to play more head-to-heads right. and less double-ups. Which is hard in soccer because sometimes they just don't sell. Right. Or just like you, you post them and no one takes them. I mean, like the, the, the player pool for soccer has gone down. At least from a regular perspective. I remember, I remember, you know, it could even be six months ago. Like I'd be able to fill head, head-to-heads. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you go back a year. I, I mean, I could post 12 $1 head-to-heads, and they'd all fill. Mm-hmm. $10, $2 head-to-heads, and they'd all fill. And $8, $5, head, they'd all fill. Now, I sometimes, some Saturdays, I have two $5 head-to-heads. And maybe it's because I'm on this podcast and people block me now. Who knows? Could be. I have no idea. But, I mean, I don't get as many head-to-heads. I mm. mean, even post, even taking them in the lobby or anything. It just, I'd love to play more of them. Not because I'm better at head-to-head versus double-up. It's just that the double-up, it's such a razor-thin mm-hmm. percentage there that the ver- like the variance of winning one week versus the next, coming in sixth versus fifth is like a hair. Mm-hmm. And like coming in sixth means you come in sixth in all of them. So, I mean, like, like if you're going to play $500 worth of volume in double-ups, like you're either going to get 1000 or you're going to lose 500 I mean, it's going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Head-to-heads, I mean, it could be much more stable you play 10 head-to-heads for the same volume you win seven you lose three you make money you win 
you lose seven and you win three, you don't lose everything. I mean, like, right. And you're playing practically the same thing. Maybe that's, maybe that's what I should do. I should unblock some people that like, I, I look at in double ups going like, well, I'm not going to really, we're not going to beat each other or whatever. Maybe just do that. Hmm. Maybe test that a little. Not everyone. I'm just saying, like, yeah. start. Go like maybe I will take it, you know, and play a fifty dollar head to head rather rather than join the fifty dollar double up. Right. Maybe I will do that and see. Hey, maybe that would be maybe that's wrong. Maybe I do that for two months and I go, oh, okay, it was better the other way. Mm-hmm. Or either either way is is is, is not worth. Either way is a one percent or and who cares? I mean, just it ends up a wash type of thing, mm-hmm. right? Who knows? I don't know. I, you have to try it in order to, in order to see when it comes to soccer. Hmm. GPP-wise, I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever be a GPP-only soccer player. Yeah. The slates aren't big enough. No. Uh, for that, for me to be... The, my GPP strategy in other, in other sports do, doesn't apply to soccer. I think it's more when you start playing cash in the other ones. Ugh. Not MLB. I would cons- possibly consider NBA, mm-hmm. but I think I'm a better GPP player for for the other sports. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm not. I wouldn't be a bad cash player. Just to, am I willing to risk the it? Like I said, with the time, opportunity, cost type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you need to, if you, if if you're eking out a five percent, ten per, even a ten percent ROI. Like in order for that to be worthwhile money wise for the time that you're spending, like let's say let's say I'm gonna spend four hours on an MLB slate for whatever reason. Uh if using that number. Uh if I play five hundred dollars worth of cash with a ten percent ROI, like that's that's fifty bucks mm-hmm. expected value. So that's twelve fifty an hour. Maybe there's better things that, I mean I could do my actual job, <laughs> right? I could, I could, I could, you understand what I'm like? I'll, I would have to play two to three thousand dollars in vol- I would have to play similar volume that I do in soccer, in the other sports, to be for the ROI. If I have, who knows? Maybe I'm a losing player in cash. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't play cash in the other sports because I don't know the competition. Right. Like the other players, the other people, like the, the, the other users, uh, well enough to know what the the, the edge is. How much of an edge they have over? I'm assuming I'm going to start out with the, them having the edge over me because I'm less experienced in cash. Uh, not I'm not going to be a doofus or anything, but 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 the amount of money. I mean, am I willing to risk two thousand dollars and go off the cliff in baseball versus soccer mm-hmm. for a five to ten percent ROI? Right. Probably not. But I have no problem like putting four five hundred dollars, uh, you know, and do you know, 60, 70 GPP entries with a sound, with a proper kind of high risk GPP strategy and do that. And I don't, I don't mind bleeding away money as long as I'm making money in soccer right? and then hitting it, you know, hitting big scores every so. I mean, it's like one thing is funding the other thing, mm-hmm. right? That's the thing that I had with the problem with golf. That's why my golf numbers red. Like I was like, I'm going to go into cash contests now. <laughs> It's like cash contests and one of the most variance driven sports there is. But after a month, I'm like, this, this is a, this is a, this is a waste of why am I doing this to my bankroll? Like, even though in the grand scheme of things, I'm, it's like a fraction of a percent. But to me, it's like, like, why did I just, why did I just throw away money? 
Like I thought I, I played well. I mean, like when you when you're losing a double up by two points in golf, like it's just like yay. Like what what did in coming in sixth out of eleventh? It's the same type of thing in soccer. Mm-hmm. It's like I could stand that in soccer because I, I, I'm 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 perfectly fine. Uh, you know, bare knuckle brawling in in soccer contests, but not in golf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially in golf, where you 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 know, oh, this guy and there's an MDF, you know, for weekend golf. You know, a guy that uh, you know that's five sh- strokes above the cut uh, that would possibly be, you know, when you know they cut it down even again when there's too m- many people that made the cut on the third round, and then the guy you pick that guy and he goes six over in the third round and then doesn't even get a fourth round. Right. And it's like, well, then weekend you're dead. I mean, like that's like taking a zero in NBA. You're dead at that point. But it's like, I, and, and also he's, he's, this guy is 40% owned. So it's not like I'm, I'm the only schmuck that did it. I mean, like ever, like, mm-hmm. like that could happen on any given time. So sure. why, why, why am I, why am I, why am I going after a, a possible, probably a single digit ROI for that amount of money? Mm-hmm. So maybe I shouldn't. Fair enough. Are those things that I change? I mean, I mean, you look through it, and it, I mean, you don't know what you're going to find until, mm-hmm. unless you look at it. Yeah, I think that was. I think that'll be for those who haven't kind of analyzed the results. I think I'd be surprised if anybody saw it and it was like, okay, that's what I thought, because you know, maybe it's that we overrate losses or underrate wins or something like that. I just, uh, or the other way around, but, um, yeah, I think people will be more surprised than anything else. I think I did all this analysis in, in the least howdy way possible. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I'm sure people will tell us one way or the other. Right. I'm done. Uh, there's no virtual posting of screenshots on a podcast. Mm, no, no. We can work on that someday. If, if anything, if anything, I'm trying to, trying to say like, yes, I won, but... If anything, the tout tout school would tell me to do the opposite. Yeah, of like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah, my ROI is horrible, but I won this big thing and I have a trophy or something, mm-hmm. whatever. But I don't know. You should just start screenshotting with the names blocked out of all of your one dollar head to head victories. Oh, I could do that. That's what, maybe that's your or the double ups. You're calling, yeah, the double ups, right. yeah. When you finish right. sixth out of eleven to win dollar eighty. Right when I min cash. Right. Right. Or, or 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 tie in a head to head, and we both lose. <laughs> Although you don't. Although no, you, you don't. Could, you could you could email support, and right. they'll refund you the ring. Right. You actually you have to go out of your way to do it, though. Yes, but it doesn't happen all that often. Right. But it, right. it has happened, like maybe once or twice, in like like a two hundred, a hundred or two hundred head to head. And like I'll 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 take my twenty bucks back. Right. Right. Whatever, fifteen bucks. Because DraftKings would be more than happy to keep it for right, setting up such a battle. Right. (laughs) If anybody has any follow-up questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. You can find me at Rotowire Andrew. We're also always, or almost always, available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which uh, has some recent channels for other sports as well, if anybody's interested. Um, And we will be back on Monday because uh, we're going to take this weekend off, at least discussing FA Cup. I noticed that they posted some contact. Leah MX is back as well for anybody who likes to play in there. Friday night, 8 o'clock, I just saw. And um, other than that, we'll be back Monday. I guess Monday should be another, maybe an Ask the Shark if anybody has any questions because we're obviously not going to review FA Cup results, but 
Uh, if anybody has anything, feel free to send it along, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.